We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Don't adjust your calendars. It's time for the Power Rankings. It's 7 o'clock on a Wednesday. It's time for (laughs) Power Rankings. If you only knew the power. Do you have the power? But it's 7 o'clock on a Thursday because we forgot on Wednesday. We were off We were off a day. So this week's our rankings. Thanks, Josh. You bet. Appreciate it. I will take the blame for this one. That is fine. The, uh, the Chiefs remain number one in the ESPN uh, power rankings. They looked at the highest and lowest that they had uh, this season. The highest, of course, being number one. The lowest they ever were was, was four. Oh, my. The ESPN. Low. So they were they were actually pretty high in this one. Um, I love it. Regular season in five words or fewer. Top of the AFC West again. <laughs> Chiefs have won their seventh straight AFC West title. And as I mentioned, five and oh by a combined 16 points. That's crazy still. Yeah. They won all five games by six or fewer. So the AFC West didn't close the overall gap, but every game is close. And would you be shocked if Saturday's is too? I'd be shocked if it's a blowout yes. on Saturday. I'm still I picking am, 35 nothing, but I, I would be shocked. I am very hopeful it is, but yeah. I just haven't haven't seen enough to think, well, the AFC doesn't get up for playing the, uh, the Chiefs. Uh, the Bills at number two, they're up a spot this week. Uh, San Francisco is up a spot to number four. Uh, Cow- or number three, I should say. Cowboys are number four, and the Eagles are Dropped from a two to five in this week's ESPN power rankings. Uh, CBS Sports with uh, Pete Prisco determining his uh, power rankings this week. Uh, he has the Bills at number one uh, up a spot. He has the Chiefs at number two up a spot. The Niners up to number three, up two spots. And the Eagles dropping from one to four. Bengals at number five in this week's uh, CBS power rankings. The Chiefs right up. They haven't looked right the past few weeks, but they're finding ways to win games. They have to be better come playoff time. Don't disagree with that. Yep. Right? They found they have found a way to win games despite maybe at times less than satisfying uh, margin of victories. Let's put it that way. Uh, USA Today's uh, power rankings. They have the uh, the Bengals number one in this week's power rankings. Okay. Up from number two, the Chiefs up a spot to number two. From number uh, three, uh, Patrick Mahomes, league leading 40 touchdown passes this season. Only 13 have gone to wide receivers. Throw a few more of those in Kansas City. We'll wait and see if it's enough to give them the AFC's regular season throne. 
I'm not concerned who those touchdown passes I, I are going to I don't know why we get ourselves concerned over stuff like that. Yeah. I really don't. I guess maybe you have a fantasy team or something like that that you care about. What's it matter if you're a Chiefs fan if he's throwing a touchdown pass to Jarek McKinnon or Juju Smith-Schuster? Right, right. Only thing that was ever odd is when they had none. None. To, yeah, to that, was weird. Yeah, right. that was weird. That was weird. That was weird, yes. Uh, the Niners up a spot to number three. The Bills up a spot to number four. And they had the Eagles dropping all the way from one to five in this week's uh, power rankings. Time for this week's random power rankings. You can weigh in on yours as well. 913-586-7610. I guess you could weigh in on your regular one if you yeah, decided yeah, to. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm yeah. sure each of you do your own mm-hmm. <laughs> cheat or uh, NFL power rankings every week, right? Yeah, but yeah. you can weigh in on your random power rankings this week as well. And you put it out a little bit on, on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, what is the household chore you hate the most? And I say this because it's every day or every other day where we're battling the children to empty the dishwasher. It's the only chore we ask them to do, and they never do it. And so I was doing the dishwasher yesterday just going, I absolutely hate this. I hate unloading the dishwasher yeah. with a passion. Not a chore, but the 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 test we continually fail on our household is my wife and I will put uh, things of the children's on the landing of the staircase. Oh, they never take it up. No, and and see the how many times they step over yeah. that thing, whatever oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, a thousand times. Yeah. Daughter had a, I had a pile, so put it right there again. It was four or, days oh, this week. Right like, over the top. <laughs> right over the top. Backpack One time, shoes. my wife and I went on vacation, and she wouldn't put her suitcase away. And so I had to leave on a business trip. I hid Limburger cheese oh, yeah, in yeah, her suitcase. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. No, no, the, no uh, that was an episode of Everybody Loves Right. Yeah, yeah. Da- daughter returned uh, Wednesday of last week. Yeah, Wednesday of last week. The suitcase. So what's today? Today's Thursday. So the following. over the suitcase, a week. The suitcase is sitting outside of her door. Still. Still with clothes in it, right? Uh, I think the clothes are out. What? But the suitcase can then be placed outside the door, but no further. Mm. Where's it supposed to go? Going like the store. We got the it's storage. You got, a, you, yeah. you got a spot for the suitcase. Yeah. Okay. Put it down the storage room. She's very capable of walking yeah. down. No, there, just yeah. walk around it instead for like a week we, and a see week, what. Yeah. We'll just leave it there and see how long it stays. I wouldn't move it. So we will power rank our. <laughs> Least favorite chores. This will be a, like a reverse power ranking, yeah, I guess. A yeah. bizarro power ranking. Bizarro power ranking, yeah. Who would like to start? I'll get it started right. today. Right. Since right. I number, four, number, four. number four for me, picking up the dog poop. You know, when, when we got Winnie three years ago now almost, I guess it was, right before COVID. Like, yeah, so whatever that was, January, February, January of COVID, right? And so it was, we'll take care of the dog, right? Do you know that I picked up more dog poop yesterday than my household combined in three years? <laughs> I'm not lying about that. It was four piles yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I picked up more yesterday than my wife and two kids combined since we've had the dog. Now, she's my best friend in the whole world and loves me more than anybody, and it's a great relationship. And I don't necessarily um, mind that I have to do it, but I hate that I have to do it because I was told. They were going to take care of the dog. Boy, I was fooled. That was part of the whole deal. Dad, we'll take care. Yeah. We'll feed it. We'll wash yeah. it. We'll that, pick nothing, up the poop. Nothing. You can't. They oh, five o'clock. Nope. The dog eats. You think it's, they feed the dog at no, five o'clock? Absolutely. Yeah. It's your job. Yeah. yeah, it's all you. Yeah. Number three for me, putting away the laundry. God, I hate that so much. Absolutely hate putting away the laundry. Number two, washing pots and pans and scrubbing them. And the number one thing is emptying the dishwasher for me. Absolutely hate emptying the dishwasher. For me, number four, cleaning the garage. I just, everybody puts their crap in there, and it's supposed to be a nice area with the tools and stuff to clean the car. There's still stuff in there from when we bought the house and moved in back in April or whenever we moved in. 
Uh, and then how does all that crap blow into the garage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Where does it come from? Dirt yeah, yeah. And just random crap that just blows in tumbleweeds from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's just a... It, the door's a, not open that long no. to have that much crap blow in. 30 seconds. Up, down, we're done. But all this crap is in there, and every Saturday I fight a losing battle. So, um, number three for me is the dishwasher. I absolutely loathe it. Um, I don't know if I've actually done it at the new house. I, I've been boycotting. Good for you. Good for and, you, man. Uh, yeah. They've let me know about it, but, you know, that's part of Savannah's deal. That, that Savannah's area is the kitchen. Sweep, mop, counters, dishes. That's your area. Take care of it. We'll take care of your dancing. We'll take care of your sports. We'll do all that stuff and take care of Just that for you. Just give me a little something back. This is what we, we ask from you. Is it getting done without right. us asking repeatedly? No. 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 Number two, cleaning the bathroom and the toilet. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's the shower, one. Yeah. the toilet, yeah. the whole nine. I just, no. And number one, putting the clothes away and folding them. Oh, I just, yeah. I, no. I have a, <laughs> I have a basket on top of the, the dryer right now that I'm just picking and going for. Yeah, I, I did that for a couple of days too, yeah. <laughs> so that's my number one. Number four for me, the, uh, the dishwasher as well. I guess thankfully we have a dishwasher and don't have to do them by hand. I wouldn't mind doing them by hand, though. But they would stack up too high. Yeah, you're right, yeah. You know, it would never it would never get done. Dishwasher number four. Number three, I'm with you, the, the dog poop. Um, I used to have, this used to be a paid endeavor for our daughter. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Until she discovered she didn't think she was making enough. And, and so now it's begging. Renegotiating, huh? Nobody <laughs> does it. Nobody does it. No, but you. Yes. Yeah. And I barely do. It's uh, you know it's it, there's there's too many days between pickups. How many piles did you have when the snow melted? Oh jeez. <laughs> well then you're also going now. Now it's is it cold enough to freeze it? Because yeah. then I don't. Have to, it's easier know, to pick up when yeah, it's, it's frozen. Yeah, it's much easier to pick up when it's frozen. But it's awful. Doesn't it's stick awful. to the yard. Yeah, the, the kids. Yeah. Uh, number two, folding laundry. I'm with you. I if the less I have to fold, the better. Just give me a pile, and I'll throw a few things on hangers. That's about, go. it. That's yeah. about it. I got a dryer rack for, like, shirts and things. I just <laughs> yeah, pick it off the dryer right rack. And, <laughs> and my number one least favorite chore, I hate raking leaves. Oh, it's oh. awful. And I got to do it still. We got we cut down all our trees, yet our yard is still full of trees. Yeah. Because Fred doesn't clean his, and we got them all in no, the I, I hate I hate the raking of the leaves. I don't want to pay anybody else to do it. No. But I hate doing no, it. Oh, it's terrible. I yeah. hate doing it. It would be much easier if I just... Wanted to pay somebody to come do it because they look like, you know, you get the, the backpack with the blower and the tarps. Yeah. They look like they could take care of that in no time. Five minutes. Yeah. I can't do it that fast, yeah. but I don't want to pay anybody to do but it. But we, so have, we have like two blowers, a tarp, and a rake, and we just get after it. You just have to get after it, you know? Still getting after it. So you can weigh in on your random power rankings at 913-586-7610. Uh, someone says number four, all of it. Number three, <laughs> all of them. Number two, all of them. And number one, all of them. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, uh, folding clothes, dishes of any kind, vacuuming, and dusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dusting's dusting's pretty bad, too. Because you don't you just don't realize it just it's always there. Always. You could dust always, all the time always, if you wanted to. Yeah. The just ceiling fans, back. too. Like, the dust on the ceiling oh, the fans. Ceiling fans. Oh. It's unbelievable. Don't I dusted ours yesterday. 
Yeah. Holy cow. And don't cow. look at the kids' room. Oh, the kid, oh, that's what I'm shit. talking about. The kids room. My kid's fan was unbalanced, so I yeah. went in there, and yeah, I was like, all right, gross. we got to fix this thing. I'm tired of hearing the ticking sound. So we, I, you had those yeah. fan weights, put them on there. I stopped the fan. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Cleaning windows and blinds. It's a yeah. good one, too. Blinds yeah, are terrible. Blinds suck. Blinds are terrible. They look nice, but, boy, they're gross. Yeah. Um, turning on the TV while folding laundry is the greatest hack. I have tried. The kids, our kids, I don't know about you. You you went to TVs for this Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. went to TVs a long time ago. They're a little bit older. A long time ago with the hey, cl- clean your room. You can watch TV. No, never, no, never worked. God, no. Never. never How do their rooms one? get to be disasters? Too. They will clean it ten minutes later. It looks like something exploded in there I in the microwave. It's like a crime scene. I feel like if I'd have had a television in my room as a kid, I would it would have been immaculate. Yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to leave the TV, but I can get some other stuff done. This would be brilliant. Yeah, no chance. Uh, folding laundry sucks. I'm with you. Yep. Cleaning the toilet. The I don't worst. mind cleaning the toilets. I don't. That's. Yeah, I'm not. It's two seconds. You that. spray some of that, you know, know, stuff in there, and you scrub I it up, love, and you're done. My wife, she takes care of that one. Luckily, cleaning the bathroom, leaves, dusting, vacuuming, and someone's like, "I need a fifth laundry." <laughs> That's good. <laughs> It didn't go. Yep. Didn't go four on that one. Cleaning up the toys every night that our kids under five nuke the house with. Yeah, that's exactly Ooh. right. Yeah, Legos. A Lego and all to that the stuff. foot in yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah, all bad. There's Lego no was bad. Pain. Have you stepped on a rawhide bone? Oh, yes, yeah. those yeah. are awful. awful. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Those mm-hmm. will those will get you. Chewed and slobbered. And then when you yell at the dog for leaving it there, they don't understand. Right. You gave it to me. What do you want me to do with <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, you continue to weigh in at 913-586-7610. Having to touch up pain from the kids' hand smudges, I think I got a life hack for you. Those Mr. Clean Magic Erasers do a really good job of taking, like, a lot of stuff off walls and, you know, showers and all that just kind of follow stuff. follow them around but the those house Those are really that. good, yeah, yeah. We discuss the unprecedented week in the NFL, the coaching carousel, and much, much more with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time for a weekly chat with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. Yes, he joins us Thursdays. <laughs> we're, we're, this we're may on be this the one. only one that we're we have on, right on this, this week, today. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he told us it was Thursday. <laughs> 
<laughs> ben joins us courtesy of the landing in Liberty. And Ben, kind of take us through what uh, Monday was like for you. Monday night, you're getting ready to do a show. And then the Bengals-Bills game has uh, the incident that took place on Monday night that everybody is talking about. What was going through your mind as you were kind of getting ready for the uh, for the show on Monday? Yeah, so these are these are small potato problems, guys. It's going to be on with you again. So I'm watching the game, and I have it kind of mapped out. You know, you do these shows, you have a plan every day. You're like, okay, I got to do, you know, talk about certain things. And you're always trying to find exciting things that you want to talk about. And so I had some days are worse than others. I had this all planned out on Monday. I was like, all right, I'm going to start talking about the NFL game. But then I had some other things that I wanted to talk about. And so I start jotting down some notes and I'm, I'm like, listen, I'm actually prepared. Like, this is great. I have the show ready to go. I mean, I just got to watch the game and then I'll react to what happens between the Bengals and the bills. And, and then when I saw this, this incident, when it happened, I was like, Oh, Oh boy. At first I thought it was nothing. When I saw him fall down, when he, cause it looked like a normal play. And then at that point, I just pretty much tossed everything. And I said, that's it. And uh, this obviously became the story that we talked about all night. And we've talked about a lot over the last couple of days. I mean, it's a terrible situation. It's a really fluky, fluky set of, of circumstances that took place. I know the conspiracy theorists don't want to hear that, but uh, based on what I know of what happened and what I've been told, uh, I think it's a, a fluky thing, but it doesn't make it any less shocking. And as much football as we've all watched over the years to do this job and just being fans of football and you see plays like that happen all the time. And, you don't expect obviously anything like this to happen. So it's terrible. And, and then the, the way everyone rallied around, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy. I think a lot of people just, we all didn't know what to do. We felt, I, I, my theory was that a lot of people felt guilty because we're sitting there watching, getting entertainment. This guy's being taken off in an ambulance and he's getting CPR. And so people were donating money to the GoFundMe thing, uh, which is, which has continued. I mean, get, get people to donate money to anything. It's hard to do, but, uh, but it's been just a, a zany couple of weeks here and, and hopefully we don't see this anytime soon, obviously. So this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal. We often look to how the NFL reacts to things, navigates through things. Certainly over the last few years, they've they've almost like taken the lead, like our sport's playing or it's or it's not or what have you. Uh, they're in a, in a corner they probably haven't ever been before. It's been kind of interesting to see the the pause and the, the prudence of kind of waiting to see where they need to go next. And uh, obviously a crucial part of, of their season. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my theory is it wasn't because they actually planned on doing that. They were kind of reacting to the, the mood of the, the country. I don't even know the country. It's really the app. They're all, all those executives on the NFL are on Twitter and they were monitoring the reaction that was coming in and, and it was uh, very tense and all that. And I, I'm convinced that if social media was not around, they would have, found a way to finish that game on Monday night they wouldn't because there would have been no blowback there would have been no real pushback other than on radio shows like this and you know letters to the editor on newspapers and things like that so and I think they would have absolutely finished the game I mean I was a kid I I remember sporadically guys would get paralyzed and they you know finish the game whatever that's it and this obviously a different situation with the the CPR on the field, but the, the NFL is taking credit for doing the right thing, even though the whole Joe Buck controversy where Troy Vince is like, no, nah, we didn't do the whole five minute thing. And I side with Joe Buck on that one. I'm on team Buck on that one.
Yeah, and, and and that's kind of where I am too. I mean, Joe Joe Buck, whether you like him or not, and and obviously he's a lightning rod. I I like Joe Buck a lot. I think he's really talented and really good at what he does. Joe Buck's not going to get up there and say, okay, you got five minutes to get ready and just make something up like that. He's got a lot to lose. And I think you can tell by the way that the NFL is reacting that, oh my God, this got out there and it wasn't supposed to get out there. Or maybe it was supposed to get out there. And then the reaction was, oh my God, what are you guys doing? And now they're trying to cover it and almost throw dirt on Joe Buck. Like, I think, I think that's really, really, really sad by the NFL to try to bury Joe Buck on this one. Yeah, for sure. And, and Joe and I, we were, we were texting Bob watching the game and Joe was very uncomfortable. Uh, and I would have been too. And anybody would have been, cause that's, you're a football announcer. You're not supposed to be doing, what do you do? A guy's possibly dying on the field and you can't do play by play on that. And I, I, the way I watched the game and listened to Joe, it sounded like he was waiting for someone to tell him information and he just repeated it. Now, maybe somebody in the NFL screwed up and shouldn't have said that. And that's a different conversation, but I don't doubt for a second that somebody with influence told Joe Buck that. And the other thing, which is a dead giveaway is that from the moment Joe Buck said that the first time to the end, it was like an hour and a half almost. The NFL's monitoring those broadcasts. They're very protective about their name, image, and likeness. Somebody would have called up and said, what are you doing? You got to correct that. Nobody did from the NFL. So that tells me also that that was the message. And nobody nobody felt the need to correct it because that was that was the idea at the time. They even showed on the broadcast Joe Burrow warming up. Like he was throwing the, throwing the ball around like he was getting ready to go back in the game because the Bengals were on offense. And it's good to point out Joe Buck didn't tell Joe Burrow to start warming up. We don't think so. We we don't, we don't think so. And I love when I I used to do the weekend football show at Fox, we had Joe, we, Joe was forced contractually to come on. He didn't really want to do it, but he he came on and he was a great sport and he'd kid around. And the fact that Joe Buck has the ability where everyone watching the game, every fan base is convinced Joe Buck is pulling for the other team. It's a skill. He's like a ninja, like a Jedi mind trick. Well, he, he can be back in the day when he'd be calling like the Dodger Cardinal game. The Cardinal fans were convinced he was a Dodger homer. The Dodger fans knew that he was a Cardinal guy. It's a skill. He really has a talent in that department. Talking with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio here on 610 Sports Radio. So what should they do moving forward? Like, how, how do they move forward with this in, in a way that, I mean, you're not going to appease everybody no matter what you do. But how does the NFL figure out maybe replaying this game, maybe not replaying this game? What's your suggestion? Yeah, so I, I have my gut tells me they're not going to replay it. They're just going to go by winning percentage, and they've got contractual agreements with stadiums, and they've got sponsorships. People traveling to the Super Bowl, for example, they can't obviously push that back. They could. There's a week they have to play with, but I have a feeling they're going to just say, "Hey, let's just it didn't happen, and we'll just go by winning percentage." And that's that. And uh, I did get a call. You'll appreciate this, guys. I had a call from a Bills fan on my overnight show who's got Chiefs phobia. He's so upset. He's so paranoid. The Bills are going to have to go back to Arrowhead and play in the playoffs because of uh, what happened and and all that uh, because of based on winning percentage. But, yeah, I think that that would be the move here. The other thing, and I have a feeling this is all going to come out today, is are the Bills going to play on Sunday? They're supposed to play the Patriots at 1 o'clock. Do they move that to later in the day? Does it really matter if they move it? I guess it just depends on what happens at the hospital in Cincinnati. But that's that's the other big thing. Do they just – everyone plays, even Buffalo, or or do they change that up? 
Yeah, and and then do they do they work with the mood of the Bills or do they move forward regardless of the mood of the the Bills? Like how much are they going to take the Bills, I guess, mental state into consideration when they're deciding moving forward? Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like if this was 15 years ago, you'd say, okay, just play the game, no question about it. But you're, you're right. I mean, Josh, they, we we all know the NFL is going to be they're going to be killed either way. They're going to people are going to attack them if they play. Why are you playing? If they don't play, come on, you got a business to run. What are you doing here? So they're really uh, uh, caught between the the devil and the deep blue sea here. No matter what they do, they're going to get destroyed for it. And uh, that's the they make a lot of money though, so I don't feel bad for them. I mean, they they can handle it. A few mean tweets, it's okay. They'll be all right. Ben, next time we talk to you, we'll be getting ready for the first round of the postseason, the NFL regular season complete. Which coaches do you think will not be here next week when we're talking? Uh, so we'll, we'll start with Lovey Smith. Uh, he gone uh, in Houston. They have a revolving door in Houston. I wouldn't be shocked if Sean, McVe- Sean McVay resigns from the Rams. I just get the vibe. He's not totally into it. And Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. So there's two in the NFC West. You can uh, eliminate that, and then you know go down the go down the the list. The usual usual suspects uh, around the end of. I think there's probably going to be like typically there's six or seven openings, and I think by the time you do the math, because somebody's going to get fired not next week on the you know, day after the season, but somebody will screw up in the playoffs, and then they'll they'll make a coaching change that way. Uh, also, so I think we'll end up with six or seven, but uh, Lovey Smith is on that list. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, definitely on there. And Washington, Ron Rivera, although Rivera is like a good foot soldier for Dan Snyder. So I don't know. That's a, that's a dicey one. Obviously the Colts job is going to be open. So there's another one. You can I like talk. how you said the, the playoff screw up. Why are you looking straight at Mike McCarthy? I don't understand. <laughs> well, why. <laughs> That's set up. If the Cowboys play the Buccaneers and somehow Brady uh, pulls out some kind of weird hocus pocus, that just has Mike McCarthy doing the walk of shame and be, you know, Jerry said, I, I wish I love Mike. He's a great football man, but Sean Payton's out there and we love Sean more than Mike McCarthy. So go eat a cheeseburger. Well, he better make sure that he has him locked up before he fires Mike McCarthy, too, because there's going to be the Jets may fire Robert Sala and go after, you know, uh, go after Sean Payton. You know, so I think Sean Payton's going to be a hot commodity and he's he's in a great spot right now, quite honestly. Yeah, he's a made man, Sean Payton. Robert Sala, not a made man. Uh, we're checking the receipts and uh, the receipts are not good. Also not a made man, Zach Wilson, because either way, there's no, there is, no, there's almost no path. I ranted about this on my overnight show, but there's the only way Zach Wilson will stay with the Jets is if no one else will take him this offseason. And then the only way he'll get back on the field is if whoever's the quarterback they sign gets hurt. Other than that, no. And, uh, and cause by the time the new quarterback, either he's good and the jets win, then they'll get rid of Zach Wilson. If the jets are bad, they'll fire Salah then, and then they'll start, they'll start over. So hit the reset button. Yeah. It's, it's a circle of life in the NFL for a bad franchise. Ben, we appreciate the time as always enjoy the uh, weekend of games, the national championship game. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Thank you. It's Ben Maller of Fox sports radio joins us every 
Thursday. 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 Yes, we're not in agreement. Thursday. 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 Sky looks like it'd be a Chiefs red this morning with the sun coming up. Oh, my goodness. I see the reflection in your your window over there, B-Dub. It looks like it is a red Thursday here in KC. Let's go. Updates on a couple of injured Chiefs we'll get to next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs officially activated McCole Hardman uh, yesterday. Doesn't necessarily mean he'll play this week, but I think you had a deadline smart to to activate him if you think he's going to give you something at some point in the playoffs. Sure, yeah. Maybe it's this week, maybe it's not. But if you didn't do anything, then you know you couldn't have him. Right. So they brought him back from injured reserve, and he's available now to rejoin the Chiefs, which I think is great. I do, too. I, I think he's a very sneaky, good weapon for this team. He He's one of those guys where I think there's a love-hate relationship with McCall Hardman for a lot of people uh, in, in this town because, you know, they traded up to get him. They expected him to be, you know, whatever. He's been a really good football player for this team. And and we have seen, in my opinion anyway, over the last you know couple of weeks where he's been out, the red zone production not be as good. The scoring hasn't even been as good. The offense hasn't even been as good with McCall Hardman on the bench. And then, I mean, whoever's fielding punts right now, like whatever they're doing back there has been a disaster. And I know McCall wasn't huge on special teams, but he's reliable on special teams. His value, in my opinion, has increased more that he's not been playing than when he was I'd be playing. shocked if they used him on special teams, though. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, right, off, the injury, coming so. off the injury, no, you can't. But nobody ran the jet sweep better. Nobody did. I still think he gives them an opportunity, again, to be the downfield threat. Not maybe the downfield, a downfield threat. Right. They haven't They haven't great down the field. Right. But they've been really good at picking you apart this year. And, and Mahomes has done a terrific job of working the field, spreading the field, finding those guys. But they really haven't had that over-the-top, all-the-time threat. Right. And I think he and MVS combined can give you that a little bit better than maybe anybody else. Maybe you could say Tony, but he, he doesn't play a lot of snaps. Right. And, and he's still very he's, new. He's still kind of yeah. learning things. But yeah. he, he gives you the opportunity to to stretch the field a little more. But certainly I love him in the, uh, in the uh, red zone. And running the uh, the end around jet sweeps, pop passes, whatever he's been really good at that. Yeah. So also, he's got a chance to make some money in the postseason too. You know, like if he plays well and hits that free agent market, if he doesn't come back here, there's going to be a market for McCall. So what I think. I'm what I'm curious about is he has he played himself back to Kansas City next year yeah. too because he was injured, right? In a way, does this bring it back to the pack, or is the wide receiver market so still stupid crazy that even with maybe a limited a limited amount of work this year and really a career that's marginal, mm-hmm. good, but marginal, not fine, not, not, not breakout uh, definitive big contract from somebody, but is the market still there for a wide receiver that someone would take it on the upswing? Right. Possibly. But we or also thought that maybe, for Demarcus Robinson right. for years. Or, right? or you, you play him back and know like a one year deal here, which wouldn't, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world at right. all. Right. I'm all for one-year deals for everybody, which would be, which would be great. (laughs) 
Um, Harrison Butker mm-hmm. didn't practice. Right. Back spasms. Back spasms. Yeah, they I, they don't think it's serious from what I've been told. And, and here here's the thing. They are probably going to sign a guy to the practice squad. Maybe they already have. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the practice squad wire. I'm not wired like that. I don't care. They had one for a while. For a while. But, and then they didn't anymore. Yeah. But now with the back spasm playing on Saturday, I mean, don't lose your mind if they do bring in a kicker this week. And it's not because they lost confidence in Harrison. They still have confidence in Harrison Butker. But, you know, sometimes you wake up wrong. As you know, as we get older, Josh, every morning you wake up, you're like, like oh. Back spasms. He may, have, he may have slept wrong. Like, yeah, join the club. I've I, been there, sure. I, I've got like a like a, a tight back, and I've had it for a while now, and I've realized where it's from from sitting on the couch. That's how I got the tight back. So I get how you could wake up with back spasms as you get older in life, right? You start to go, oh, my God, that hurts, or this hurts, or that hurts. And so sometimes you wake up with a back spasm. Just need to get Harrison over to stretch zone. That's Come exactly on. what you need to do, yeah. No Come doubt on, about it. Get stretch that. them take out. Care of stretch you out. Get, get, get y'all taken care of. Yeah. Stretch zone. So Stretchzone.com. That, Go for it. That's why ultimately you're going to see potentially, uh, you know, a kicker side of the practice squad. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's missed kicks or they're leaving four points on the field of game and special teams or anything like that. They just got to CYA in case they do need a kicker because Saturday's here before Sunday's here this week. Correct. Uh, nobody asked for it, yet it's here yet again, even for the new year. We have a, a another edition of a Spectre Interjector that's going to be coming out. Right. Again, nobody asked for it. He claims it's good. Yeah. Well, he claims everyone. So good. we'll be getting that's that coming every, up. Every yeah. time, right? Every it is time. time, though, on a Thursday. Because we wouldn't forget this one, would we? No. Because he w- he'd call in and let us know. It's 740 on a Thursday. It's time for Binkley. Three quickies with Bink because... <laughs> It helped that we saw him yesterday on yes, our way out because he was hosting the drive. So he was in here when we left. It <laughs> might have got us to remember what we normally do on a Thursday, which indeed is three quickies with Bink. Bink, number one, how would you feel about the Chiefs getting the number one seed if Bills and Bengals isn't made up? Well, obviously I wouldn't like it. I, mean, I want that game to be made up. It's, it's the perfect way to get it, but. If the NFL decides to go by uh, winning percentage and the Chiefs have to be the number one seat, that's just the way it is. Um, not a fan of it. I wish they would uh, earn it on the football field, but it's the way it is. I've thought about this uh, a lot as, as, as far as how would you feel. Um, but if the NFL awards the Chiefs the game, I think you take it. Yeah, absolutely, man. At, at this point in time, if that's what happens and that's what happens, you you got to go play, you know, the games. Who's your all-time least favorite Raider? And this before my time a little bit, but I love looking at Chiefs history and everything that came around, but I think you can't think about the Chiefs and their history without thinking of Ben Davidson. Yeah. Um, he's really the one that sparked the Chiefs in, in Raiders rivalry. Spike and Lynn Dawson, the Chiefs had a lead late in that game. I think it was 17-14, to 14, a couple minutes left. Ben Davidson spears Lynn Dawson in the back. It later became a rule. You can't do that anymore. But that's what caused the melee. The Raiders ended up winning that game, won the AFC West championship. But I think Ben Davidson, every time I see that play and see Ben Davidson spiking Lynn Dawson, it pisses me off. I understand, but I, I would, I, I'm surprised there isn't something for you of a more recent vintage, like to propel your Yeah, hands. like I figured you would say Al Davis or Tim Brown or Jeff Hostetler or Rich Gannon even. 
No, I like Rich Gannon. Uh, it's not Rich Gannon at all. I, I guess they get annoyed by Derek Carr. Like that guy. Well, he's not a Raider anymore. His... <laughs> well, I know. Well, he technically is. He technically yeah, is, man. but his brother always touting him up, and the Raiders are going to win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's necessarily Derek that's annoying, but his brother's real annoying. But if we put the Carr brothers together, that's really annoying. Mm, the Carr brothers. Yes. The Carr brothers. Yes. All right. And number right. three, lots of discussion about defibrillators this week. Um, maybe people don't know. You actually have one implanted. Yeah, I've got one right there in my chest. About the one-year anniversary of the defibrillator. Yeah, I was having those. That's why I was, you know, out a couple weeks last year, but uh, couldn't figure out why the uh, the old ticker wasn't working. And yeah, they put that defibrillator inside your body to give you those shocks uh, to keep you alive. And to be honest with you, it's probably kept me alive. To be honest with you, but it's a little piece of metal and it's a constant reminder. It kind of, I mean, I guess a lot of people do have them. Um, it's not completely uncommon, but they, you know, kind of put it in your chest and you kind of see it stick out. It's like you get this piece of metal. You can't go through metal detectors. You got to take a little card that says, hey, I have a defibrillator and go around it. But, uh, yeah, it's about a year of having that thing. Those things, man, save lives. I mean, those little those hand-operated defibrillators, they have it uh, all the way from youth sporting events all the way up. And then the ones that have them in their body uh, keeping you alive with the old ticker. Scary still, mm-hmm. Jay. I worry about oh, it. You. Was. I yeah. just, it was. It's like the last resort. They were like, you know, it's the last resort. I didn't want it. I mean, I, I'll never forget that night. You said, we're, we're putting one in tomorrow. I'm like, oh, man, are you kidding me? Hey, I mean, but there's you know something what? about your chest. Huh? You, you know what, though? It, it's kept you here with us, man. So whatever oh, yeah. it takes, you know? Oh, there's just nothing about it. And you can kind of, they don't put you all the way out. And you can kind of feel them tighten it uh, as they were having the surgery. It's just, and they put this thing like over your face. So you can't see your eye. I'll go, don't go into details, but uh, yeah, it was uh, probably one of the worst days because I, I, I had so fearful of them, anybody doing anything with the heart, but it has kept me going. And it, it, if I do pass out again, it will kick me back to life. So uh, I look at it as a lifesaver, to be honest with you. Back at it Saturday night on the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. That's right, Kling. Um, I hope you, uh, Stop and uh, throw some. Uh, actually, Clink, is there any casino like slot machines at Allegiant? I know there is at the airport. I don't think that that's allowed yet. Oh, okay. it's coming. Yeah, it's I mean, it's coming. coming. Yeah. I, I know it's not around other stadiums around the country. I don't. I don't think so. Now, can you get bottle service in a nightclub in the end zone? Yeah, yeah you can. Uh, How <laughs> much is a bottle of Grey Goose? I have no. I have no idea. Find that. There's a swanky weekend. club. That's literally outside of the uh, end zone. And, uh, it looks sticker? like it looks like it's a, a Vegas club. A Vegas yeah. club that just they put in the stadium. That's crazy. They got velvet ropes. Were... Yep. Oh, velvet ropes. Get it, velvet ropes. Do you think they've replaced Raiders tickets with a buffet? Like they offer people the gamblers. Like you want a buffet or would you like Raiders tickets? I think people are people taking want the, buffet. the buffet though. Yeah. See, you don't want to take the yeah, buffet. Tickets are pricey. Yeah. All right, Bink. Thanks for three questions. Okay. And after the game, tune in to Binkley on the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Following uh, Chiefs and Raiders, a three thirty kickoff on one zero six five. The Wolf. You need to do an early report on the sideline from the club. Like you're going to be in that stadium before it opens. Your correct, first correct. report should be like on some plush like uh well, couch, just, velvet couch behind red ropes with a bottle of Ciroc or something. I mean something. All, all you have to do is you can literally just kind of hop the hop the little wall That's there. What I'm I mean it's get in there and do it. You know they're you like, need flaming sparklers it's like a the whole dugout, It's like a dugout suite 
You know, yeah. essentially, it's like at field level. Oh, it's, it's at f- field level. Oh, yeah. It's oh, field- I thought it was up by that torch. No, no, no. There's a field oh. level. Well, there's, there's stuff all over the place. But there's a field level one that's just a sunken club. How do you see the game from you that can't. level? It's, you, it's, know? You, you, pay, you pay for the experience. A lot of stadiums yeah. have those. But, yeah, you can't see anything. Every stadium has those field level Pretty suites much. now. Yeah. And, and the coolest thing about them is seeing the players run up and high-five you when you're sitting down there, I guess. Yeah. Because like you're not gonna you're not gonna get the best, watch a game best view of the game, but it's an experience that right. you can't yeah. normally get. Again, no one has asked for it, but it's here. Uh, a Specter Interjector. We don't know what it is. Next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 730, 610 Sports Radio. Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B-Dub, producing 913-586-7610. Text line always open for you. You don't like him? You hate him? He's got a question, though, for you, apparently. I guess. Uh, We're not sure who's greenlit this thing. Well, we do. Well, we do. He's the boss. boss. So it's it's time for a, a Spectre Interjector. It's time for another Spectre Interjector. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, morning, B-Dub. Good morning, Text Line. Happy New Year to everyone. For the most part, we're done with family time between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And we all know that family can be a lot, but we also know that family can provide some very interesting stories. And that's what leads me here today. I want to preface this story by saying that I'm not a drink snob. I'm a big whiskey person. But I want to drink whiskey the way I want to drink whiskey. I like it on the rocks. Sometimes I like it with a splash of Coke. And I don't like it neat. I can't drink it neat. If you do, good for you. But just don't shame me for the way that I drink whiskey. Because over Christmas, I was spending time with my extended family on my in-laws side. So this is not my family. This is my wife's family. And my brother-in-law is a big whiskey person. Collects it. Studies it. And he bought a bottle of aged Lagavulin whiskey. Now, I don't know enough about whiskey, but I know that this is a couple hundred dollar bottle. So it's good whiskey. So the extended family is over at the house. And, you know, the bar is set up with your your mid-shelf normal whiskey and vodka and Bush Light or Bud Light. You know, whatever your preference. (laughs) And one family member sees the the Lagavulin, which is in its own kind of special area. And I'd also add that the Lagavulin at this moment in the story has not been opened. It's still in the original box. And he says, oh, man, I'd love to try that. And so my brother-in-law pours him a drink on the rocks, and this family member proceeds to pour wild cherry Pepsi into the Lagavulin. My brother-in-law is mortified. I mean, his face drops. So I guess the big question is, is this socially acceptable? Because I know what I would do in my position is if someone opened a nice bottle of whiskey for me, I would not ask for Coke because I think it's like going to a really nice Italian restaurant 
and asking for ketchup. So what would you guys do? Would you confront the family member? Would you say anything? Is he in the right? Is he in the wrong? Is he allowed to drink it however he wants? I'm genuinely curious how most people would react in this situation. Have a great rest of the show, and let's go Devils. Okay. Hey, we won last night, buddy. We got a 5 nothing lead over them uh, Detroit Red Wings. Oh, total accident, by the way. Total accident. Total accident. Uh, that the Spectre Injector was the modified. Remember, we modified the shouted out time. Oh, yeah, the that's game right. Time. Yeah, yeah, total yeah. accident. Yeah. That we just placed it there. Um, Is it? Maybe. 913-586-7610. What was shouted out? One of the greatest segments of radio ever. A um, couple of things on that one. First of all, clearly he, I mean. He's, he married correctly. Yeah, is yeah, what you're yeah, saying. yeah, he works for him, right? Yeah, he's yeah. married correctly. Lagavulin? Yeah. yeah. How do you yeah. spell that? L-A, like it sounds, Lagavulin. Um, not going to work here much longer. Um, I, I, I'm stealing this from Dick Vermeil. <laughs> okay, I steal a lot from him. Yeah. He told me one time, just because wine costs more or less doesn't determine whether or not it's good. Just because true, you, just true. because you pay more for something doesn't okay. mean it's good, okay. right? Your palate's different than mine. Mm-hmm. You may taste a hundred dollar bottle of wine and go meh, and you may taste a six dollar bottle of wine and go I really like that. That's mm-hmm. good, right? So price doesn't mean something's good. It just doesn't. It means it's a name brand and they foisted it on you that it's supposed to be. Now maybe this Lagavulin is good. I don't know. Um, but I'll be the judge of that, right? And you'll be the judge of that. Maybe it is. Maybe it's worth every penny of it. I don't know. But money doesn't mean something's good when it comes to food or booze or, quite frankly, anything. Secondly. But you are wowed by it. Like, how much is that about? Wow, I got to try this. Of course. Of course you're wowed by it. But it doesn't mean, like, like you could taste that. Like, if they did a blind taste test and said, which one's the more expensive one? Lagavulin or, yeah, or, 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 or Old Crow. Right. Or old charter or something, you know, you know, granddad's whiskey, whatever. You, maybe you don't know. I don't know. Um, but if something is that expensive, I would guess it's meant to be drank neat, right? I, I'm, I'm guessing pouring cherry Pepsi over the top of something that is a hundred and some dollars a bottle, I'd be pissed. I would be. I'd be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. drink that. Neat. I actually would be less offended. Just did, try it first. That they did that versus you saw my entire bar and you went for that. Yeah. <laughs> you went for the honeymoon. You know what I mean? And if you're going to use it as a mixer, then use the cheap Speck stuff. said, you know, there's bush light and there's, you know, regular. You're just like, no, no, I will. I will go to your top shelf. Right. Behind a glass case. Sounds like this thing's got its own little. You think yeah. it has a spotlight on it's, it? Yeah. Like, it's got probably like, it rotates. Oh, I want that. And I'd be more offended that, that my family member went to that first. Rather than than pouring the uh, the the uh, wild cherry Pepsi over the top, right? I mean, that's what Crown is for. Not I move them in Lulin. Yeah, that you can get at Wally World for ninety five dollars. Is it? Was that what it is? Mm-hmm. Ninety five dollars for a bottle. Ninety five dollars sing uh, sixteen year old Eiley single malt scotch. All right. Uh, I, I like Withered Oak Rye from the guys over at Twelve Twenty Spirits. Mm. It's great. It is a great way. I, I've just gotten into the whiskeys and ryes, and like I don't even know the difference between any of them. 
but I'll try them now. Like before, I never tried, never was a big fan of the whiskeys or the rums or that, that kind of stuff. It was always, I was just vodka. It was simple for me. Um, but I'm starting to try some of these things now, and some of them are really good. Others I don't care for. Um, I've never tried anything that expensive, a uh, $100 bottle. But I know if I did, I'd probably take a sip first and then decide what I wanted to do with it. My friend and I, my friend Chad and I bought a, uh, a bottle of Blanton's at a charity auction one time. And I kept it at my house. And, like, we drank it for a year. Like, it was an excuse to kind of see each other, you know, one of those type of things because you get busy. And so he'd come over, and the only time we could drink it was when we were there together. That's maybe the most expensive stuff that I've ever had. But I drank that neat because I think that's the way it's supposed to be. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong by that. But, again, it's your taste buds. You do what you want. Um, I would think you, know, you would you I think do you the, the, kids, the kids method, which is try it first. Right. And then put the ketchup on it. Yeah, you know what yeah, your parents right. always said. You don't need to salt it until you taste it first. Mm-hmm. I would think for this instance, but I and my wife always says try it ten times before you're going to decide whether or not. And then like also it. my follow up would be: it depends. Like a brother in law should be someone you could bust it with, right? Yeah. And so part of you, I think, would enjoy the fact that, that he squirmed, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be part of the satisfaction too. Like watching him freak out would be great. Be fantastic, right? right? I yeah. think my brother in law, like, yeah, we want to put each other in uncomfortable situations because it's more fun. It's more fun that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, 913-586-7610. Good question from the 913. What adult drinks wild cherry Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I like a little dash of Pepsi sometimes in the fountain drink. So cherry Dr. That's Pepper. there. You know. it, uh, weird question, and you guys maybe that Dr. Pepper no sugar that they're advertising now, is that calorie-free too? Mm, you're asking I don't know. the wrong person. I don't know. Most likely it's probably a zero. Yeah, zero sugar is what they're calling it. Zero sugar, zero calories, yeah, yeah. Does it taste more like regular Dr. Pepper? Mm. Mm. And what are they putting in it besides sugar, then? Are they putting something that's going to, like, kill us later? Like that Olean and Olestra stuff? Oh, here, eat these potato chips. They're good for you. And everybody was pooping. Remember that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was immediate X-lax. Like, I've never seen anything (laughs) like it. Here, oh, these chips are great. They're made with Olean and Olestra. Eat it. It's good. I just, like, I was on the toilet for the last six hours. That's okay, but the chips did no calories. <laughs> uh, my wife just waited on the Spectre Interjector. Oh, boy. Oh, what yes. did she say? That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I think that's more of a shot at Spectre. That's his, that's his family gathering. Yeah, got a, got yeah, a, it is. Got it a is. text from my friend Tony, headed that's... to Price Chopper to buy our bottle of menthol vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... We said uh, spec married right. Those are those are the, those are spec family problems. I mean, that's that's right. That is, he is right at home with the. I go, I go home I, to my parents. They go, "You want the Kirkland vodka or the yeah, Kirkland vodka?" Yeah. Uh, Kirkland, uh, Kirkland, I guess. Yeah. There's no bar. It's a, might be a cabinet. Maybe. Maybe. Bar. Maybe a closet. Maybe. You know, maybe up on the top shelf. You got to reach for. Maybe. It, you know, like it had different shelves there. Yeah. The, the way he, he was he, describing he, it. He did say mid shelf. Mid shelf. Yeah. yeah. Mid shelf <laughs> indicates multiple shelves. So if you pull shelves. the down, <laughs> yeah. down yeah. and you open it up, you know there's probably some music that goes. Oh. You're right. There's a light. There's definitely a light. There's a light spinning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a light. The it's spinning. Yeah. It's what, like a bar from the 70s. Put the white gloves on uh-huh. to oh. remove it from Like its... you're bringing in a trophy that a yeah. bunch of athletes are going to slobber on in six minutes, but you got white gloves yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how much did he actually pour? You know, sounds like he probably got just a little, 
maybe just a little smidge in there, and the rest of it was wild cherry Pepsi. Uh-huh. <laughs> wild cherry Pepsi with a little with splash a, with of, a yeah. dash of funny yeah. gummin. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, even when he tries to be relatable, he's not. <laughs> My brother-in-law, you probably bought that bottle for your brother-in-law, yeah. so they would have something there you were comfortable drinking. Yeah. Uh, the- I always got a big like uh, whiskey rye like production yeah. up there, like Telemore's up in Iowa, like Telemore. Templeton. De- oh, I think Templeton. Templeton. Is, right? You're right. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, Gary. Yes. One of the great random Padres of all time. Who's your favorite random royal of all time? You can Mm. weigh in on that as Mm. well. I did did see a tweet to, like, name a random mariner. You know, people do that all the time. They have, like, Paul Splojarek or something like that name. (laughs) He probably pitched here, right? Paul Paul Splojarek? (laughs) Yeah. Never heard of him. I don't think so. Maybe, though. He's like a good mid I guess my all-time random royal would be Joey Gathright, and I have no idea what he ever did in the baseball field. I just know he jumped over jumped that over car. A car. Jumped over yeah. a car. <laughs> in the video. That was it. That was it. That's all I got. I don't know that he did. I couldn't tell you one play he made baseball-wise. But we were so fascinated he jumped over that car. Jumped over a car. Yes, well, Jarek did play for the Royals. He did? <laughs> oh, man, of course. <laughs> I told you, like, in mid-2000s, get 2000, yeah, he played for the yeah, Royals. Okay. Yes, I knew that. Well, Jarek. How do you spell that? Yeah, just like it's Slagabulin. Okay, yeah. yeah. Was it? Is that top shelf? It is. Yeah. Top Paul, shelf. Paul Jarek is top shelf. He's yeah. not a middle. He's no, a top shelf human. Canadian reliever that pitched for the Royals. I didn't have a record that year that he pitched, but he did have a nice ERA of 6-5-2. And he only played pitched in 13 games, mm. nine and two thirds innings. They must have shut him down with like a sore finger or something, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, that poor guy. He's got a got an oblique. We got to send him to Arizona. See you next year. There was no next year for Splojarek. He was done. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 